0: Hello, 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 my favorite dancing unicorns. Welcome back, you guys, to AG University Podcast. It is I, your professor, at Anna Grace Newell. And today I'm going to talk a little softly. (laughs) So I was unpacking my backpack. I've been traveling. I went to the Bahamas, and I just got to my parents' house. I have two wiener dogs that want to bark at every noise, There's a baby sleeping, and my microphone broke. But I was like, the show must go on. I really didn't want to miss an episode. So I've got my headphones, and I don't want to blow out my headphone speaker because I know it's much more sensitive than my sure mic. So I'm going to talk very gently. (laughs) And you know what? Maybe that was just what you guys needed. I was like, ah, this is a sign. I almost. Was like, oh, my microphone broke. I'm just gonna have to take the day off. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna talk very gently and I'm gonna pray that this audio gets to you guys successfully. And if for any reason it doesn't sound the best, I apologize. I'm gonna order another sure mic on the way. Also, by the way, if you guys ever want to use the mic that I just up upgraded, I was gonna say uploaded, upgraded to. I'll link it in the show notes. It's an amazing sure mic that plugs right into the laptop. I think it's better than my Yeti. Even though I loved my pink mic before, this one is really good. Here's the kicker don't lug around a 75 pound backpack and put all your shit on top of the microphone with the USB cord still plugged in. <laughs> Cause that's what I did. And I broke off the cord inside the microphone, but that's what I get. I gotta be more careful, but your girl's just been on the move. I've been moving and shaking, shaking and moving, moving and shaking. So alas, I am here and I had a really profound breakthrough recently. And that's what I wanted to share with you guys. This could be a mini episode, It could be a quickie, mostly just for tech issues, but I still am going to get the point across effectively to the best of my ability with the technology that I have present at hand. (laughs) My intention is always to share with you guys a message that I've learned. And this came from a really profound, deep meditation. As you guys know, I just got back from a retreat in the Bahamas with my dear friend, Mimi Bouchard. She is the founder and creator of Superhuman. And I really accredit her with my love for meditation. She helped me in a time before she even knew I existed, way back before she even created Superhuman. She had a personalized membership and I was a part of it when I lived alone in Nashville. And it's so crazy because I was like, I I really felt like I'm like, we're gonna be friends someday. I feel like we're gonna cross paths. And now It's just so funny. She did a retreat last year and we connected. And then this year she invited me back to be a part of the retreat and host a women's intuition workshop and a dance movement, what I've been calling rhythmic healing, energetic release through dance and stomping. It's really powerful work. And I got to do a trial with this group of lovely, the most amazing women It was the same exact group as the year prior. So it was really amazing to catch up with everyone one year later and allow them to be kind of my Guinea pigs on testing out some of these new classes and offerings. And then of course I opened the Akashic records live and did a live reading and The weekend just felt so transformational. And Mimi even talks about how there's this book, I believe it's called The Power of Eight. I'm not exactly sure. I'll link it in the show notes once I get the exact title. But essentially it's when eight or more people come together in a gathering, in a group, whether it's meditating or praying, asking for help. It's like the universe by law has to come in or come to you it's like almost like your whole you're calling in all of your spirit team all of your angels god source love whatever word that resonates with you when you get together with eight and you call in all of your ancestors and your loved ones and protectors and guardian angels and just like the most yummy magical energy it's like miracles will happen that's why I feel retreats are so important and transformational because people don't understand that you're getting so much just from gathering especially women it truly activates our DNA when we gather together as women there's so much and I could go so many places I learned a lot about that in the book women who run with wolves how really powerful and transformational that we are when we gather there's this peace with gathering that's why I always talk about like wanting to do live events and so anyways, It was a very transformational weekend. Also, you know, it was the second year I've worked with the same group of just the kindest, most lovely humans ever. And we did a lot of meditating on a bit of a deeper level this time. Mimi was like, I want to go deeper and I'm ready. Like I have been training in meditation now for many years and I can comfortably sit through a 40 minute meditation if that's not you, that's okay. Superhuman, by the way, I'm not, this is not an ad. I just, it really did come into my life. It's such a transformational time in my life. I cannot say enough good things about the Superhuman Meditation app. It is for everyone. It's for people that don't know how to meditate. They feel they don't like to meditate. They struggle meditating. Like this app is for you. It is a, it's a hybrid. It is very, very functional and practical for a busy gal on the go or a guy. It doesn't, doesn't say any type of, Um, sex, or it's really all about aligning with your higher version of self. So sometimes Austin will listen to them with me as well. But I think that Mimi brings such a beautiful feminine energy. So anyways, I'm like, this is not an ad, but I just love it. And of course, Mimi gave me a code, code AG, if you guys want to try it for six weeks for free, because six weeks, you can really change your life. And um, I have everything saved to a highlight called superhuman on both of my pages, Anna Grace Newell. And at AG University podcast. But, anyways, it was just this app came into my life when I was breaking a habit of really negative. Um, thoughts around food and she has a like break the cycle of binge eating meditation which is amazing and it inspired a lot of work that I do now around eating so I always have to give her some extra love I think it's an app that every single time I recommend this app to anyone people are like thank you this was the best thing I've ever done for myself because I used to think that I couldn't meditate and now I can walk and meditate I can cook and meditate so anyways just a shameless plug for my girl Mimi anyways, so Mimi was like, I want to go a lot deeper this time, and I started off doing three minute meditations. You guys, one minute, like pep talks. That was all I could do. Then I then I graduated to ten, and now I can comfortably do forty minutes. If I'm feeling a little tired, I mean, I can do like an hour and fifteen. <laughs> I can just chill and play in meditation land. And I want to share that with you guys because if you're not there yet, that's okay. I started somewhere too. This has been a years, many, many years, I don't know, four, almost four year long journey for me. And, um, but now I'm at this place where I can really drop in on a super deep level. And also you guys know, no one new here, I'm a clairvoyant medium, intuitive guide, Akashic records practitioner. i work with a lot of different types of energy and I want to share with you guys a very profound transformational takeaway that happened to me probably around minute 40 of this meditation. And yeah, let me be the one to pave the way for you so that if you're like, I don't think I'm ever interested in doing 40 minute meditation, that's okay. I'll just tell you right here and right now. (laughs) I'll tell you what happened. So we were actually doing a inner child meditation and Mimi pretty much was guiding us back to our most authentic version of self, whatever age that was for us. And I've done a lot of inner child work. And if you're new here and you're like, what's inner child work? It's essentially going back, you know, in your memory, you know, you could look at old photos and pull up some memories and, and just going back to this version of you who was just so magical and carefree and loving and creative. And she would get on stage and sing her heart out and didn't care what anyone thought. You know, there's just this innocent, sweet little version of us who just did not care and just believed in magic and miracles and was just free, so free and, going back to that version of ourself, you know, we want to connect with that energy and then also play in the energy of like, okay, what was a time where someone said something to us that maybe shifted us or made us feel like, oh no, am I too much? Or, you know, when was there a time where we felt embarrassed or shame? And these are little tiny micro tears. This could be a, for me, it was, you know, a boy pushing me down and, you know, Calling me chubby or something when I was little. You know, they're they're little micro tears. You don't have to go into the meat of every single traumatic experience of your life. But as we go back, as you guys know, our subconscious mind remembers everything. And we actually have the ability to really go in and send that memory so much love and healing that our body begins to register the memory differently. So I like to say like, we can change our memories and I know that's not exactly what you're doing, but you can heal any timeline at any point in your life. And I thoroughly, thoroughly believe that. And so anyways, Mimi sends us back and she's taking us into this deep meditation and it's, it's dark and it's rainy outside and I was kind of sleepy and around minute 40 and we're all sitting together in a group, which I just feel like brings in such a powerful energy of everybody being together. Just like the, the, the energy allows me to go deeper and connect deeper. And yeah, I'd say a minute, I don't know, 40, I started to fall asleep a little bit, but I was aware that I was a falling asleep. So it was a very gentle, I was, I could sense that I was starting to dream and doze off a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I invited my higher self in. I said, just take me wherever I need to go because I was actually struggling connecting with a version of my inner child who was needing attention. I thought that was odd, but I was like, you know, I've done a lot of inner child work. I'm going to just take the pressure off. I'm going to say, take me at any timeline in my life that maybe needs some attention or some love. Take me there. And so then I started to fall asleep and this is kind of out there. It's not scary or anything. It's just kind of weird. I almost... Didn't want to share it with people because I'm like, are they going to think this is weird? But who am I kidding? I am weird. (laughs) And I shared it with the group too. And I could not stop crying. I was crying so hard. Even Mimi was like, oh my gosh, A.G., I was not expecting to cry. I'm like, it was so healing. I was falling asleep and I don't know if this was a vision. It's not like I remember it. Maybe. Honestly, our subconscious mind, our body, our soul remembers technically everything. We just consciously don't remember everything. This could have happened. I don't know. But I was back in my mother's womb. It was like my higher self was showing me that there was, it was essentially, there was something that my mom was struggling with around because I always was very, I came into this life struggling with body image and food. And I know here's the thing. If that's not your story, that's okay. We all have something we struggle with. So just stay with me. And I was back in, in the womb and it was like I was seeing this struggle being passed down from my grandmother to my mother to me. And, And it wasn't just about food, but I think it was, it was a kind of body shame story that had been passed down generationally. And it's not like my mom did it on purpose. I'm not mad at her. It was actually interesting. I tried to ask my mom a little bit. I was like, do you remember being pregnant with me? Do you remember struggling with anything or saying anything? And she was like, no, I I really don't. And I don't think it was something maybe super conscious. I think that maybe it was just a story that had been told. And I think it's very common with women to have these stories that they carry, or maybe they struggle when they're pregnant and their body's changing and having some thoughts around struggling with what their body looks like. It's very normal. But I think that it was very deep in my ancestry of shame around body. And it was like I saw the origin of the energy being transferred to me in my mother's womb. And I want you guys to think about it for a second. I know this sounds very kind of heady. (laughs) I told you, I was like sort of dreaming. Maybe this was real. I don't know. Either way, it was very healing. Whatever it was, I don't know. But if you think about it, we're literally growing a baby inside of us. And whatever is going on, you know, emotionally and outside of our environment, you know, the baby's along for the ride. And I don't say that to scare anyone at all. It's normal. We're not going to be pregnant and have beautiful, perfect thoughts every single time. This was more like deep kind of generational stuff that had been passed down, passed down, passed down. And I saw it being transferred to me in my mother's womb. With that being said, you know, if if somebody listening is pregnant or wants to get pregnant or anything, like (laughs) it's okay. You're not going to pass something to your baby that you don't want to. This is not to scare you. This is really to empower you with one, how many beautiful memories that you can create. And not everything is going to be perfect. No pregnancy is, but you can create so many beautiful memories, you know, talk to your baby, you know, tell them about you and things that you hope for them. And, you know, I think that it's, it gives us permission to really share a lot of joy with them. And I want this information to just really empower you. And the way that it empowered me was that I realized, oh my gosh, here I am always thinking that I needed to heal something inside of me. Like why do I struggle with this or whatever? Like past versions of me, I would say almost all of my twenties. And I really got it in my head. I think it's common to maybe more so in like the spiritual community or really just the wellness space. A lot of people are like, in order for you to have these profound shifts, you've got to take plant medicine or do mushrooms or do something really extreme. Here's the thing. If you feel called to doing mushrooms, plant medicine, ayahuasca, ketamine, whatever. If that is a yes to you, I honor that and I respect that. It has always been a no for me at this point in my life. Never going to say never, maybe one day. But for right now, I have absolutely no interest in doing plant medicine. And I want you to know that I do not believe that we have to do those things in order to heal. We can have the most profound healing in a yoga class, releasing energy from our body on a walk, journaling and a meditation and a good cry. I don't ever, you know, I think there was this part of me that always believed until this meditation that I needed to go deeper. That I needed to figure out more. I needed to know, I needed to to get to the root of why I am the way I am and why I struggled with these things and why, 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 which is normal. We're all going to ask why totally makes sense but it was the most liberating vision because I was like, you know what? This was just something. This was a struggle that my soul chose to come into, to learn about so that I could teach other people. This was passed down generation to generation to me so that I could break this cycle. And I broke the cycle. That's why I was crying. I was so happy because I was like, I broke this cycle. I broke this cycle for my future child. I'm not going to pass this on to her, him, whoever, If I'm fortunate to have children to Zane, I'm not gonna pass down some of these things that you know my generations before me really struggled with, and they just didn't have the information that we did. So that was very liberating in the sense of like, nothing's wrong with me. And I want you to hear this too. You're not broken. Just because something was passed on to you or you were exposed to something we're allowed to change and to alter at any point. And that was the next part of the vision that I'm gonna share with you guys. So I was always thinking like, oh, I need to do ayahuasca. I need to go deep, deep, deep. I wanna do mushrooms. I and mean, here's the thing. I've done mushrooms. I did in a massive heroic dose of mushrooms and it was not an enjoyable experience for me. I, I I've talked about it very openly, like in a joking, funny way on my friend Chance podcast. And of course I did make it really funny because I was like tripping balls, like literally tripping my fucking face off. But at the end of the day, like, it was kind of a traumatic experience. It was too traumatic for me. It's easier for me to talk about it in a joking sense, because that's what I can do to make light of the situation. But like I had to go to therapy and really talk through it because it was like, part of me felt like I was about to die again, like reliving my near death experience. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if I needed to do that. Like maybe, maybe something healed inside of me. I don't know. I didn't feel that way leaving the experience. I felt like I never wanted to ever feel that way ever again. (laughs) So, like, so I'm here to tell you that, and in this vision, they were just showing me like, you're not broken. Nothing's wrong with you. You don't need plant medicine. You can heal at any point in your life. You can change the timeline. All it takes is a little bit of intention and awareness, and everybody can, you know, be restored to whatever authentic, whole. Loving version of themselves. I hope this is making sense for you. And the sense of I felt so freaking liberated coming out of this meditation, being like, oh, I don't have to carry this story around anymore. I don't have to carry this memory around anymore. Nothing happened to me in this life that I decided this was going to be my whole life path. And my guides came in and they were showing me at any moment, you can just change because, you know, I think stuff has been coming up kind of recently around. I really, really, really have been into movement a lot more than I ever have. And I, for a while after I healed my relationship with food, movement came second because I had always only seen movement as punishment. And then I had healed my relationship with movement feeling good, but then not really like enjoying it a ton. You see, it's just gone in waves for me and that's super normal. You're just gonna kind of go layer by layer, but it just keeps getting easier once you just get into it and set the intention it's easier and easier. And so I had been like really into working out and exercising. And like, I was having these thoughts of like, Oh no, I don't want to like overdo it. Or like, am I working out too hard? Am I pushing myself too hard? Or like out of fear of like, I don't want to go into this like obsession with working out, but like, I've just been really enjoying doing my like dance cardio and walking and going to the gym with Austin. And I was like, why am I scared to like, really just go for it? This feels as long as it feels good. As long as I'm doing it from a place of feeling good and the intention is pure and coming from a place of love. And it's never coming from a place of punishment like it was before. But I just had to check myself and be like, wow, I've really been like really into this lately and I'm feeling really good and I'm feeling really inspired. But then there'd be a voice that's like, oh no, I don't want to slip back into that like obsessive workout space. And honestly, I haven't been there in so long. I don't think that, but that was like an old thought. And so when I had this memory resurface, it was the most liberating thing in the world because I was like, that's not my shit. I broke that cycle that no longer belongs to me. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm not broken. You are not broken. Nothing is wrong with you. You don't have to, need to continue healing. The next wave that I could see that my guides were showing me was like, we want you to set up these new habits. That's it. You've done the work. Quit looking for things. And I was like, you're right. Like sometimes I really do think that we're looking so much for a reason, for a why, for a this. They're like, no, all you have to do is just wake up one day and create habits that support this new version of you. And I want to say that one more time. At some point, yes, if you feel a trigger come up, this is the thing. When people are like, Anna Grace, there's always, there's so much to do. Once you start getting into this work and manifestation, da, 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 how do you do all the things? And I'm like, you guys, I stay in the present moment. And if that day I'm feeling good, I don't do any work on myself. I just feel good. And I just enjoy the day. If something happens and I'm triggered, then I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'll journal and I'll run it through some of these tools that I have. I'll do some tapping. Or maybe I'm really calling and really manifesting something. Sometimes I'm not manifesting things. Sometimes I'm just living. That's why I'm like the gift that my guides were showing me was like creating habits to support your future self, but keeping your focus in the present moment. That has changed everything in the sense of like, as things come up for me, like if I feel a pattern is repeating or a cycle, or, you know, there's like a w- weird, rude comment being said at me or like, whatever. I'm like, Ooh, where's this coming from? How, do, how does that feel? In my body? Am I upset? How do I feel? You know, I just check in journal about it, pray about it, meditate on it, and then move on. I found that in my early phases of doing this work, I was just constantly trying to do the work. I was like, I want to do all the work, and I want to look for all the things. And when I went this weekend, it's all this this beautiful vision. I don't even know what it was. Dream meditation. There was like, hey, this was just passed on to you. It just ran in your heritage and your generation. You've already healed it, so don't even like look back. Don't even question what you're doing going forward, because going forward, you have assimilated the habits of your future self. This is what your future self is doing. And so I want you guys listening to understand that whatever it is that you want right now, instead of focusing so much on like, how can I heal? Or why me? Why? Why? You know, or what can I do to change this? Or all these things going into 2024. I want you to just create this list of yourself. And I've talked about this before, but maybe it's coming back to you at a time where you feel a little bit more ready to receive the information. I want you to just write out a list of this version of you who you wish to be in 2024. Whatever she has, whatever he has, whatever whoever has, whether it's peace, calm, clarity, love, new job, what does this job look like? Write out this whole entire version of yourself, okay? That's step one. Two, I want you to break down day by day, what does this person do every single day? What do their habits look like? Because that's what my guides kept showing me, the habits... Are the cheat code. I'm not saying that we don't need to do the inner work because that's important, but do the inner work when you feel it coming up or when you feel called to it. Don't stay in a place of constantly needing to work on yourself and do all these things. We are here to feel good and to have fun and put that on my motherfucking tombstone. We're here to have fun and to feel good. And I really, that's why I feel that I'm in this role of being a spiritual teacher because I feel that, yes. Our whole life is a spiritual journey and yes, it's going to be hard, but I feel like I'm here to bring out the good and the fun and the highlight of why we're doing the work so that we feel good, so that we live the life of our dreams and that we're so worthy of all of these beautiful things and that just hearing like, hey, I don't have to carry that narrative anymore. It's actually done. It's dead. It's beat. Goodbye. Get it out of your brain. All you have to do to continue moving forward to being the best version of you is alter your habits. That's why they say like people that just will cold turkey, like quit something. They just wake up one day and decide I'm no longer a smoker. I don't identify as a smoker. I am a healthy person. Like I really just started identifying as like, I'm a healthy person. I am a fit person. I... Just work out because it feels good because it's who I am. Like that was how I changed my identity and allowing any old story to come back in. was like, oh no, I mean, I'm not gonna overdo it or whatever. That was this old past narrative that my guides were like, sweetheart, you've you really just beat this one to a pulp. So just a friendly, kind check-in for you to be like, what's a story that I've just really beat to a pulp and I'm ready to release? I'm gonna journal about it. I'm gonna light that page on fire and I'm gonna be done with it forever. Because as humans, we get a little attached to the stories that we're carrying around. And I feel like collectively, my angels were communicating with me. Everyone release those stories. All you have to do to create the life of your dreams, to create the highest version of you is to look at your habits and create habits that serve that version of yourself. It is that simple to become the version of you who you want to be. Set up habits that create success for you. And these are gentle. I want you to look at every habit. What is something that you do every single day? Do you wake up and get on your phone? That's a habit. What is it? What is your habit? I think the most amazing read you guys could ever read right now is Atomic Habits. And habits are like, they're the hack. They're the cheat code to getting everything that you want and doing. And I used to not really put that much weight onto habits, but now I get it because it's the hack to acting as if, to acting and becoming the highest version of you every single day. So if there's something that you do not like about yourself, a story that you're ready to release, release it. It's really that easy. You just stop accessing it in your memory because that's all we're doing in the present moment. I want you to think about this. This is something that I learned from another, it's like an Abraham Hicks um, Bashar, that our memory really doesn't actually exist in the present moment, that's all that exists. All that exists is the present moment. So I want you to think, all you're doing in the present moment is you're accessing an old thought or a future worry, or whatever. But in the present moment, none of that exists. So in the present moment, all you have to do to access a new timeline or a new version of you, or access this version of you who has everything that she's ever wanted, or this version of you that's just so happy, she wakes up every single day peaceful, feeling bliss, no anxiety, happy as a motherfucking clam, just happy to be alive. That version of you, all you have to do is tap in and go, what are the habits that that girl has? That boy, that, that person, What habits? What are they doing every day? And if you play in that space, you'll know. You'll know what they're doing. You really will. And then all you have to do is just assimilate those habits one by one. Or just look at some of your habits right now and be like, this one's really not serving me. It's not like in the present moment, that's all that we have. And a lot of this stuff is just looping stories. I'm not really talking to someone who's necessarily struggling with drugs. Of course, there are people who just up in cold turkey drugs. I'm talking about just like normal habits that 1% each day stack up. It's like our life is comprised of these tiny moments. And in the tiny moments, that's what's going to make the greatest shift. We don't ever want to be like coming from this place where we have to like run and pole vault over like the hardest hurdles of our life. No, we just slowly start to change our habits to be in alignment with the version of us who is happy and healthy, happy and healthy. What are they doing? And that's what I want to leave you guys with today. I want you to write out what version of me who's living this life, what are they doing? What are they doing every day? And start small. Pick three things and just do those three. You would be astounded how quickly your life changes when you just start acting as that person. Like I was like, yeah, I'm just... I'm just like a fit person now. Like I just move every day because it feels good. And I can't imagine not moving every day. Like for me, it used to be so like, I need to go to the gym. I need to wear a workout set. I need to da 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 No, sometimes I'm in my sweatsuit, walking on my walking pad, talking on a Zoom call, moving. Sometimes I'm just dancing barefoot in my backyard. It looks any type of way and there's no restriction. There's no rules, there's no nothing, but I just move. I just move every day because it feels good you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it can look any type of way, but that's just a habit now. Like if I don't move, I, I feel like, oh my gosh, my body like is craving movement. And there was like, I told you guys, there was like a year where I really like, struggled with movement. And I had to really back off because I just, I, I couldn't, you know, quite figure out that like, oh, my intention was out of alignment. If I, I wish I'd figured that out sooner. And by that, I mean like my intention was only like, I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted a six pack or something dumb. I don't even know. But now it's like, no, 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 I just move because I want to be healthy, because I want to be strong, because I want to, you know, have muscle to support my hormones, to support my future self. Like, you know, there's just so many other reasons, the longevity of my life, to feel good, to feel happy, have endorphins. There's a million other reasons why I want to move now. You see what I'm saying? That's where I I didn't understand that my intentions were out of alignment. So anyways, that was the profound shift that I had. was like, no, 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 you don't have to carry this store anymore. Kind of what I talked about last week, just building off of that, like what jail cell did you put yourself in? (laughs) And you don't have to, you can set yourself free, but here's the way that we can take it one step further. Once we've recognized this jail cell that we're in, right? Whatever limiting belief, whatever story we're telling ourselves in, okay, well, how do we set ourselves free? All we do is we look at our habits and we tweak them. That's it. You don't have to freaking go to Costa Rica and do ayahuasca. If you feel called, amazing. I support you. I don't feel called. No, thank you. I don't, I don't want to do that. All I'm going to do is wake up, look at my habits, tweak them, get better 1% every single day. The 1% thing I learned from Atomic Habits, it really is so freaking life-changing. And it's not a spiritual book. Habits are just aligning you with this future version of self, which is this like acting as if, which that's a spiritual concept. And it all kind of ties together, but it's like, you can be whoever you want to be. So create habits of that person and just do them. And then the rest will fall into place. Sometimes I think that we overcomplicate it as humans and we make it so difficult and we have to do all these things and journal and meditate and do a 100 billion things a day. Yeah, great. Sometimes I'm in those seasons, but sometimes I don't have time for them. I also just want to live like a normal ass life. Like, yes, I'm a spiritual creature. Yes, I love to teach this stuff. But I also just like, I don't know, I want to go like lay on the beach and just like hang out with my fiance and Zane and just, I don't know, make TikTok dances. (laughs) Sometimes it really can be so simple. And all I've done is like, I started slow. First I did my morning routine, started creating a morning routine. Then I started playing with movement and I started playing with like, what actually feels good to me in movement. I don't want to force myself to do movement. This feels good. And then I started slowly being like, ah, I'm going to create a little structure around, you know, having the same breakfast every day. It was like one by one, this is healthy and this makes me feel good. And like, if I do something that doesn't make me feel good, I just take note of it and go, ah, that didn't make me feel good how can I change it? How can I tweak it and make it lighter and more fun? And that's really how I feel like I've slowly gotten my habits more on track to really serving me. And that was like, I just got this beautiful confirmation from my guides that are like, intergrace, you've done the inner work, you know, all this stuff, just keep creating habits that support the future version of you and your set. Like, I mean, sure things will change and I'm sure different times of my life, but right now they're like, just create really great habits and you're rocking and rolling sister. Like don't overcomplicate it. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> You're right. I'm not like this damaged, broken little lamb who needs all of these things in order to heal. It's just like, it's just actually putting in the time and the effort to plan out how to align your habits with your future version of you. So I think I made that message super loud and clear. I feel like I'm starting to repeat myself a little bit here at the end, (laughs) but yeah, you know, I don't know what that vision of me in my mom's womb, I'd be curious. I feel like I've had one of my friends recently tell me that she had like a dream or a vision or something. She almost kind of remembers that that time. And I was like, really? That's cool. I was like, I believe it. I mean, we have a spirit and we're like, we have a brain and I'm I'm sure there's, you know, could possibly be memories formed there. And also we're just being formed literally in the form of human life in our mom's belly. Like there's information to be gathered because that's like our our fertile soil you know it's just like literally where we're growing and forming and becoming a person and i think that can be really empowering you know if you're entering a a season of growing a baby and just like like i said don't worry about every memory being perfect it's not like that but knowing that like hey i can talk to my baby and tell them things that i want them to know and if i have an off day that's okay too it's totally okay but for me it was just like the most liberating thing because i was like oh this was just something that my grandmother passed to my mom my mom passed to me and i don't have to do that anymore Okay. And I felt so free. I was just like, just having that awareness. I was like, I am liberated. I have many more things to share from this trip, but I did just want to hop on the mic and share that story with you guys because it was very empowering and it was very beautiful. And I just want you guys to know that you were perfect and you are whole and worthy of love and abundance, no matter what you've experienced in your life, no matter what it is for you that you've struggled with. It's a part of your story, and it's what you're here to learn, and it's what you're here to gather information and help others and teach them. Even if it's just in passing or conversation or helping out a neighbor, it doesn't have to be starting a podcast. It can be whatever feels good to you. That's perfect, and that's exactly what you're meant to do here, and it's exactly why your soul selected that lesson. And we can, at some point, we graduate from the lesson and we move on. And I feel I've graduated from that lesson. Of course, I'm going to continue to teach it. Of course, I'm going to continue to help as many people as I can. But it was really profound because I was like, I'm so proud of myself. I broke the cycle and the cycle's done. Huh? Hot damn. (laughs) So I love you guys. I hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I was with a lot of fellow Canadian gals this past weekend. And I didn't realize, I was like, oh, wow, Thanksgiving is such an American holiday. (laughs) Um, I was with lots of people from all over the world, Scotland, Australia. So wherever you're listening, I know we have international listeners, which is amazing. Wherever you're coming from, I hope you've had a beautiful week and always a great time to give thanks for those in your life. And this is also a reminder that right now, if you have your health, you are so lucky. Because there is nothing in the world that people would, they pay millions of millions of dollars to just feel good, to have one day to walk outside and to have perfect health. So just remember to never, ever, ever take that for granted. Thank you so much for coming to class. As always, share this with a friend or someone who you think needs to hear this message. And I love you guys. I'm over and out. Mwah. Bye. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, Age University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me,